0: Hello everyone. My name's Mike. Welcome to the Slot Shot Podcast. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. New listener, welcome aboard. You can reach me at Twitter at Slot Shop Podcast, or you can send an email my way at slotshoppod at gmail.com if you want to give thoughts on the show, other Sabres issues, other NHL events that are happening. So it is May 15th and the Sabres have made a hire. The 19th uh, coach in the history of the franchise is Ralph Kruger, and I put out a little, uh, you know, tweet this morning once it was official to get some thoughts, and I was going to share my thoughts. So I guess I'll jump right into my raw reaction. I was not overly impressed, but I don't think I was going to be impressed with any coach that they got. Like the the closest was that Gronberg. I was going to be maybe impressed about that. Um, but even still, I don't know if I would have been totally impressed because when his name was in the rumor, uh, the rumor mill, like it was three and a half weeks after they fired Housley. Um, I kind of think that this coach church, because of how the season ended, because of the length of the coach church and, you know, some of the other candidates that they missed out on, like... McClellan McCallan going to the Kings or Gromberg choosing to coach in Europe instead of uh, not even he didn't even get an interview with the Sabres I don't know if that's on him or Bottrell but I think it's because so many candidates weren't interested in the job fans are not liking this hire I'm indifferent even when it was announced I wasn't like cursing at the I found out last night through uh, reports on Twitter but when it was official on my drive to work I wasn't cursing at the radio, being like, this is the worst thing ever. I wasn't jumping in the streets saying this was the best hire. I was kind of excited about the Halsey hire a couple of years ago. Learned my mistake. Uh, learned my lesson there from that mistake. I don't think it matters much who we're going to hire. Uh, it's all about the roster, but I will give some, you know, as I kind of went through the day, listened to some radio, listened to him. Um, he, he's grown on me. Um, i The reason I didn't initially, like, jump for joy because of the hire is because up until two days ago when his name started floating out in rumors and reports, I didn't know he existed. I wasn't watching the shortened NHL lockout season for Edmonton, so I wouldn't see that. I'm not watching World Cup hockey, and I'm not following the business side of English Premier League soccer, which he was involved in running, um, like, management stuff. So the story goes is Kruger wanted to get back into hockey, but on management side, uh, you can find his audio pieces um, checking out. I'm sure the Sabers website has it. You can go find a couple of his uh, things um, on WGR. He mentioned through a couple different interviews I heard that Botro kind of convinced him to want to coach again, not to coach, but like re. Ignited that love for coaching because the guy had, had done that for 25 years at various levels, um, whether it be international play, the shortened season in Ottawa or uh, in Edmonton, uh, assistant coaches. He, he's been involved in hockey, and Bottrell kind of like showed him maybe that you know um, the, the behind the bench is where it could be for him. I've got to wonder too. Is, is this the plan, super long-term? Sometimes, like, the Sabres are, I don't know. I'm not overly impressed with the Pagoulas as owners. They want to talk about being front-thinking and progressive in terms of sports, but I always feel like they kind of aren't. But could this Kruger coach be a bridge coach to, like, get the Sabres to a competitive level, and then you go and get um, the next-level guy, like a Quinville, or somebody who has won the cup, and maybe promote this guy to some sort of front office role. I don't know. That was an idea that was floated in earlier throughout the day on various radio shows that I was listening to. Not an idea that I'm going to completely uh, scoff at, but for the, the time now, he is the coach. And i got to say, one of the ways that he won me over is there's a story going around. Um, he said it on the Instigators, and they were talking about it on the afternoon show on WGR as well. A guy walked around the city going into bars, various bars of Buffalo, talking with fans about what can be done with the Sabres. And I'm not sure what kind of role he's going to play in terms of the roster surgery. Um, I'm hoping a, a larger role than Housley did so he can have some say as to who he's getting. But he's listening to what fans want. So, I mean, this kind of is putting some of the I don't know, direction? I guess it all kind of depends on the power structure. Maybe it's still all botro, But the fans' voice have been heard. It's not just people calling into the radio station where, you know, of course a really pissed-off fan is going to call in and vent about it. You've heard me kind of just get fed up on this podcast. Um, no, it's just the average fan... It, it's not the super fan who's doing the podcast or calling into the radio shows. What do you think's going on? And he talked to them during playoff hockey. I think that's a really cool story. Um, I think that's probably the last time he can do something like that because now his face will be known in the city. but that's just cool. that That was something that I put a check mark on the I like it side. But at the end of the day, even after all that, I'm still just whatever about this hire. What are we going to do? With the roster. And I'm hoping, with a new coach... I'm hoping that they don't... I guess I'm going to jump now into some roster surgery talk. Because if you have other thoughts on the coach... Well, actually, before I do... Because one of the things that I did want to bring up about this coach is... The fans that are calling into these stations do not like it. Um, I've heard several calls say that this is... uh, like hire that nobody else wanted the job, and I, part of me kind of makes me think that that might be uh, true, um, because of how long it went, and the various reports from the national media guys. But let's let's take a look at some of the. Uh, I want to scour Twitter and see what some of the thoughts are. Um, a lot of media stuff, and that's that's going to be, you know, fine whatever. Oh, wow. There's just... There's just not a lot of angry fans on Twitter. I mean, okay, here we go. Here's a guy. Win percentage while coaching the Edmonton Oilers. 0. .39 Maybe zero. I don't know. I simply don't understand all those who think this guy walks on water and seems like he can't even... if <laughs> It's frozen. Um, at the risk of sounding... Ignorant, who the F is Ralph Kruger? Ralph Kruger, unfortunately, but I do not claim to be an expert or any kind of who they should hire. I do not know these men, have not dug into their references. That's kind of how I'm coming at it. Um,
1: <laughs> all right, this is a good tweet.
0: <laughs> Looking forward to the Wreck It Ralph Kruger uh, shirts. Um, I would, I would consider buying one of those if 21, uh, 26 shirts does that. Um, oh yeah, looking through this now, um, they talked to Thomas Vanek today on the instigators. He played under Kruger in the, uh, team Europe world cup in 2016. And he had nothing but good things to say, putting him in like some of his favorite coaches of all time list that he's worked with. And they were reading them off on the radio. The guys worked with quite a bit, um, so that's that's cool in that regard, and also makes me wonder: Would Vanek want to come back, or is he happy in Detroit? Is he gonna even play again? Would the Sabers want to do that? What's going on with Skinner? All these to come, come July. But hey, if they do want to add like a veteran, because I there's also been those reports about Larson going to uh, Sweden, which are being called untrue. So take that for what it's worth. I'm hope go Larson. Not, nothing against you personally, but just go, go. Take Gergensen's with you. Take a We need to remake this roster. Um, so that's some of the fan thoughts. I mean, like I said, I call uh, I heard on the radio people just saying lackluster hire, desperation hire. We couldn't get anyone else. And there's a stigmatism with uh, Kruger because he was in front office ops of a soccer league. Like, why do we go to a soccer guy coaching us? guy uh, has been a, a not even a soccer coach. He's been a hockey coach his whole life, except for a couple of years where he was running some front office work in a Premier League. Um, so he's got some of that management stuff. Some of that thing. Some of the things that could maybe help Bottrell. I don't know. Uh, so now I guess we'll just jump into the what this coaching hire might mean for the roster surgery going forward. How does Jeff Skinner feel about this guy? I'm getting more and more nervous every day that the deal's not announced. I don't anticipate it to be announced. I think at this point, you got to hope that Skinner goes to free agency, tests the market can't find anything close to what the Sabres are offering, but we don't really know what the Sabres are offering. The, the reports and rumors t- for a while now have been term is the hang Are the Sabres afraid to give him eight years? Because he's 26? Because, I mean, he's a good player, and even if I have to live with two bad years for him, for ages 33 and 34, okay, I mean, and I don't know why. why we always have to assume players are going to fall off at that level, especially players that have history. Is anyone worried about Ovechkin not scoring at least 40 goals next year? Anyone worried about uh, Sidney Crosby not being good next year? I mean, they obviously aren't going to be as good as they were when they maybe got their first big contract, and I'm totally okay with that. Skinner's best year could very well have been this one. Maybe he has one or two more like it uh, coming up. But that's just how the sport goes. The salary cap's always going up. If he wants the money, if, if he wants that eighth year, whatever. Whatever. If I'm botchral, I'm not even worrying about that eighth year because guess what? Even if you're good, you might not be the team's GM. It really shouldn't be looked at as your problem to have in eight years. Uh, maybe that's not the right um, mindset to have, but if I was a GM, I'd be looking at myself having like three to four years, to get it right, and you let Skinner walk? You're setting yourself back even further than you already are, and guess where you were? Fourth best odds at the lottery. Coming off a season where you just won the lottery. Coming off of two seasons where you missed the playoffs. Coming off of two seasons where you had the best odds at the lottery. Do you really want to risk that because of what's going to happen in eight years? He might not be good enough. Whatever. Give him eight years, eight and a half million per year, nine million per year, it's not your problem to worry about, even if you're good. It's just very, very puzzling as to why this didn't get done when the win streak happened, when things started going south, like why didn't they just throw the money at him? The Mark Stone deal definitely is going to make whatever Skinner's worth to any team go up. It's just, makes me worried that we're not going to be competitive next year because he won't be here. As silly as it sounds, because he's just the goal scorer, he's not the setup guy like Eichel, I think a lot of our success determines if Skinner's back, because you're going to be missing 40 goals if he's gone. Where the hell are you going to get that from? This this draft? We're drafting 7th. I'm not banking on seeing that kid for a year or two, or in, like an Alex Nylander case four years like I, I'm just tired of w- worrying about the future give the man his money give him his money other thing with uh, roster surgery Ristolainen I feel like every time we do this dance with a new coach and we hire them they're like oh let's see if we can fix Ristolainen I don't want to see if I can fix Ristolainen I want to get what I can for him especially if I'm going to lose Skinner trade him trade him I think after, I don't remember the exact number, 400 games he's played maybe, maybe more. Like, you know what he is. He's an offensive defenseman who is bad in his own zone. He can get you points. He should be playing third pair or at least second, or at most second pair minutes. Um, but every coach seems to, like, want to lean on him as the first pair guy, and I think that was p- part of the reason he got the boot too. Not because he was leaning on Ristolainen, but because his faith was in Ristolainen and the defense crumbled, he should have been playing Montour and uh, Dalene as his first pair instead of Ristolainen. So just just be done with it. Wash your hands with it. I think with some of the injury news that's uh, hit the Sabres defense corps, Bogosian had surgery, Pilot had so, uh, shoulder surgery, Montour hurt himself in the World uh, Championships. I don't know the extent of the injury. They said on the radio, Bottrell said it wasn't going to be long-term. Um, so hopefully he's back to begin the year. I'm hoping that this doesn't be stop them from making a trade because they're like, oh, we don't have the defenseman. Put Hunwick in over Ristolainen. Because like, you can get something in return for him. You can get offensive help, which you need more. I will take being shorthanded defenseman for four to six weeks of the season if it means I'm going to get a 30 goal scorer or someone like the rumor's always out there uh, Nugent Hopkins. If you're going to get someone like that who's close to a point per game yeah, fine. Trade him. Trade him. Because we got Borgen. We've got Scandella still, which I guess we, you get, you're get you not going to be able to move him, so you keep him. Um You've got people in Rochester that can fill the void for the couple weeks while Pilot and Bogosian are getting uh, healthy. Um, all right, so really quick before I wrap up, I haven't done a podcast during the playoffs. Um, my bracket's busted, and I don't think I have a single team left. Nope. Yeah, I don't I don't have a single team left. I picked Tampa. And from basically the moment the first round was over, I've hated every minute of this playoffs. Not because it hasn't been entertaining, but I really don't like any of the teams left. And that's even bad. Like the team that I kind of wanted to I wanted Columbus to win against Boston obviously, cuz I hate Boston. Um, I wanted the Islanders to beat the Canes, and they got swept. I was rooting for Dallas to beat the Blues, mainly for the draft pick pro- um, uh, prospect there because it would have been way lower than what it is now, or I guess higher. Um, they would have been picking like late teens. Now they're going to be picking late 20s instead. Um, San Jose I don't have a huge problem with. they're all kind of ridiculous looking with their hair and beards but that's not anything against them as people it's just i hope actually i'm rooting for them to win because i wonder if any of them will actually like clean themselves up if they've been just growing this beard for the whole time until they win the cup um i kind of i guess they're the team i want to win the most out of what's remaining i hate boston i hate care uh Carolina Hurricanes. I really don't know who the heck to root for on that one, because I feel like if the Boston wins, they sweep them. If they do that, like, they're probably going to be in good position to win the Cup, and I can't stand the idea of Boston winning three of the four major sports championships in, like, a nine-month... Like, in the time it takes for a human to have a baby, they could have three out of the four major sports championships. It that sickens me, but I hate Carolina more. As surprising as it is, I'm still not over the Sabres-Carolina series way back when. Um, and I would just hate to see Rod Brindamore win a uh, Stanley Cup as a coach, too. Like, ugh. Ugh. So I guess I'm hoping that ends tomorrow night. Uh, Golan Sharks. But it's just been the hardest playoffs for me to get into for a while. Tampa really, really screwed it up by losing um, Washington. I've always had them to look forward to at least into the second round, and it's a shame that they ended up dropping that game 7 against Carolina because I think they would be in this conference finals. I think they would have beat the Islanders, and I think it would have been a little bit better of a matchup than Boston-Carolina. So I'm not even going to try and make a prediction for the Cup. I think we all know that one team is going to get there in the East. They've got four chances to win one game. The West, who knows what's going to happen. Probably won't be able to see any of that series anyways because it's on just too late, and i got to work in the morning and get up at like 5.30, so I'll catch up with the Western Conference winner when the Cup starts and watch some of that. But who do you think is going to win the Cup? What do you think of the higher... Uh, what are some more ideas that you have on roster surgery? I know my last one that I recorded, I threw out some like names like Duchesne or Hayes as a possible like addition in the off season. I gotta wonder if lots change with Duchesne. if he's open to staying with Columbus. They're gonna lose Panarin. They're gonna have money to spend so, and they can they can give him. I don't actually can they give him the eight years? I'm not sure about that because we couldn't give Skinner the eight year until after the deadline. Um, but Duchesne, sounds like he fell in love with the city there, so I'm not so sure he's going to hit the market, hopefully. But if he does, why was he wanting to come to the Sabres? Um, so, yeah, what do you envision the Sabres roster looking like? Tweet at me at slot shop Podcast or email at slotshoppod at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the coach hire. Do you like it? Do you not? Why not? Does it really matter? If, if it, Does it matter who they hired, or is it all about that roster surgery, as uh, they've kind of coined it? And uh, if you want to share cup winners, or, you know, is there any of you who still have a completed bracket? I highly doubt that, especially with the Hurricanes going this far, but probably even back in round one with the Blue Jackets winning. Alright, thanks for listening. This has been the Slot Shot Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes and follow along on Twitter. Thank you. Goodbye.